Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron. Welcome. The next 30 minutes, you will receive and hear information about medical news that you can use. Be stay tuned, and we will be with you shortly on Blog Talk Radio. Let's get on with the show. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron Sr. here for uh, Time with Dr. Ron. And as usual, I do have an attitude of gratitude for all the listeners we do have here in Southwest Florida, making us the number one health radio show in Southwest Florida. We are brought to you by LipoLite Naples and Naples Cryo Spa. Uh, you've heard a lot over the past two and a half years about LipoLite Naples and the slimming and shaping and uh, wrinkle-removing uh, devices which are there for you to use. And now <clears throat> Dr. Ron is at the Dr. Cool of uh, Southwest Florida with the only private nitrogen chamber in this area. These cryo sessions are for anti-aging and skin rejuvenation, athletic performance and recovery, disease process and rehabilitation, energy, mood, improvement of depression. If you're a high fitness trainer, so you you don't want to be stiff and sore, so you can continue with your training on a regular basis. Excellent for that. A metabolic boost. You use use up some calories uh, and get your metabolism cooking with the cool cryo spa. Also good for weight loss and for sports injuries. Dr. Ron's office is located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, Suite Number 6 in Naples, Florida. Either phone number will work, 239-331-5886 or 239-658-COOL. That COOL is 2665. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the fastest 30 minutes that I know of is just going to fly by. We say we talked to you about salt today, and just remember from last week, you're going to con- control and take control of your medical care. You're going to ask questions. You're going to do research because cardiovascular disease is the cause of one out of every three deaths in the United States, and that's from the American Heart Association. Well, you, how about heart failure? You think that just isn't a disease, ladies and gentlemen. It's an excuse for all the paramedical people associated with your life and the and the physician himself to suck all the fun out of your life. Think about something you enjoy. Picture it. Got it? That's the thing that everybody will demand you stop doing. Forget visiting the racetrack because, God forbid, you so much as sniff some secondhand smoke. Tell your buddy someone else will have to fill your chair at poker night because the doctors will claim that even a little booze is off limits. And don't even want to look at the menu anymore because everyone else can enjoy the good stuff, but not you. You're supposed to eat foods low in fat, low in salt, low in flavor. It's enough to make you want to go on a hunger strike. 
Well, the fact is everything that was just mentioned is perfectly safe for heart failure patients. A day at the races is a day out in the sun. And that's healthy. Ditto for poker night. A little booze with the boys can actually protect your heart. And when it comes to your diet, you don't have to give up good taste to have a healthy meal because new research confirms that salt isn't just safe for heart failure patients. Your doc will claim that you need to be on a severely restricted diet of 1,500 milligrams of salt per day or less. But a new study, which I will tell you about, finds you can enjoy double that amount and more safely. Just about everything you've been told about salt is wrong. It's critical in keeping you alive. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, if you cut your salt intake to less than 2,500 milligrams per day, your risk of dropping dead from heart problems almost doubles, almost doubles. You're also more likely to be hospitalized. And this was in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, and I'll get to that in a second. And let's not forget the biggest risk of all. A low-sodium diet, low-salt diet, will make you absolutely hate your food. Can you get too much salt? Sure, some studies have shown that higher intake means higher risk, especially for heart patients. But that's only if you eat fast foods and processed foods, which are practically made up of salt. So follow a simple rule of thumb. Eat fresh foods made from scratch, then add your salt. You don't need to measure it. Just let your taste buds be your guide and enjoy your food for a change. So where did all this uh, study come from? Now let's go over to the next page and look at a recent study in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. It was titled Heart Failure, and it was published in Volume 4, Number 1, January of 2016. It sought to evaluate the impact of sodium restriction on heart failure outcomes. The authors enrolled 902 patients with heart failure, followed followed them for 36 months, that's three years. Based on the sodium intake, the subjects were classified into sodium restricted, that would be under 2,500 milligrams per day, unrestricted, over 2,500 milligrams per day, and they were looking for an outcome that was either death or hospitalization from heart failure. 902 patients followed for 36 months. Most Americans consume about 3,300, 3,300 milligrams of sodium per day. So what were the results? Sodium restriction was associated with a significantly higher risk of death or heart failure and hospitalization. According to this study, as compared with those who do not restrict their salt intake, For every six subjects that restrict their salt intake, there will be one increased death or hospitalization for heart failure. The authors conclude, quote, in symptomatic patients with chronic heart failure, sodium restriction may have a detrimental impact outcome. Now, ladies and gentlemen, salt is the second major constituent in the human body next to water. So if the doctors are going to suggest limiting the second major constituent in the body, they should have a good and solid data to back up that recommendation. 
And as far as I know, there has never been good solid data on limiting salt in the diet of heart patients that would be beneficial. And we're talking about heart failure patients here now. So these are the sickest of the sick. Yes, there uh, have been some studies showing a benefit. However, there have been many other studies that have found the opposite conclusion because salt is a vital nutrient in the body. Most people who limit salt in their diet become miserable. You know, you can you can develop high blood pressure. You heard me right, from low to not enough salt. You can develop brain dysfunction, fatigue, weakness, and muscle and leg cramps. So I could, could recommend, there's a Dr. Brownstein that wrote a book called Salt Your Way to Health. It uh, might be something you might want to look at. He's a really well-published author and uh, uh, Dr. Brownstein. So what else do we have to say about salt? Well, we really have a lot to say about it. I can go back. Uh, to a, a blog that I wrote called The Low-Sodium Myth. When your health advice is respected and followed by millions, you would think you should get it right. But if you're the American Heart Association, the American College of Cardiology, and the CDC, and the World Health Organization, I guess they play by a different rule book, ladies and gentlemen. Now, however, we have solid evidence that all of the bad advice about salt these organizations have long handed out may have dire consequences because if you have congestive heart failure, the guidelines they've issued about sodium are more than just outdated. They're really nonsense. And just remember, those of you who used to listen to our one-hour show on Thursdays, we talked about Dr. Keyes and the 50-year myth of a low-fat diet that... Uh, has been proven to be totally discredited and left us with a lot of obese diabetics with cancer and heart disease because they were replacing the fat with sugar. And we talked last week how deadly sugar can be. So, again, um, uh, to summarize some of the points I made just a couple weeks ago, I told you about the Institute of Medicine Review of Sodium. The Institute of Medicine expert panel discovered that consuming less than 2,300 milligrams of sodium per day could create serious health problems. And, of course, at that time they said that was especially true for congestive heart failure patients. There's researchers at Rush University Medical Center in Chicago followed three years of records for more than 800 cardio, uh, congestive heart failure patients, and 42% of those who were on sodium-restricted diets of less than 2,500 milligrams a day died or were hospitalized. So it's, it's frightening to think how many are dutifully following the American Heart Association guidelines. But they're out there, that's for sure. At least 81,000 people have gone to the group's website to take a low-sodium pledge and register for the Join the Movement to End Americans' Love Affair with Salt. You got that right. Americans love salt. But the beauty of this love affair is that salt loves us back. 
So that is my uh, take on salt. I hope you uh, check it out, make sure I was right, uh, that I didn't give you any bad information, uh, because it's really, really, really important for us. Let me just, uh, while we're talking about food, and I was going to uh, go back to September of 2014 when we first started doing the radio show. And one of the first topics I discussed was a low-sodium diet is one dangerous dietary myth that refuses to go away. And that was based on some research out of Rutgers. And then, again, in July of 2015, uh, we did a a part of the show, a segment on the low-sodium diet that's been disproven by science and is dangerous for your health. And as we say, it practically takes the joy out of mealtime. The CDC at that time was calling for a major sodium restriction for school-aged children. It makes all the same tired threats about how salt is going to condemn our kids who lives of high blood pressure and heart disease. Well, it looked at that time there was another report on salt in kids that the folks at the CDC haven't read. And that proved once and for all, that you can ignore everything they say, even the American Heart Association and the rest of the low-salt lobby about sodium for your kids and grandkids because when it comes to our government, the left hand sometimes doesn't know what the right hand is doing. But the conflicting advice on salt in kids takes government miscommunication and incompetence to a whole new level. You see, both the CDC and the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute, NHLBI to be exact, they're housed under the exact same agency, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. And while the CDC was offering its new guidelines on sodium diet, low-sodium diets for children, a study from this organization was shedding light on what happens to kids who totally ignored the CDC's advice. And guess what that answer was? The answer is nothing, absolutely nothing, nada, niente. The National Health, Lung, and Blood Institute study tracked more than 2,000 girls. They were all be 9 or 10 when the research started, and they tracked them for a full decade. And girls who regularly consumed 3,500 milligrams or more sodium a day did not have higher blood pressure. That 3,500 milligrams of salt is 50% more than the 2,300 milligram limit set by the CDC. And incidentally, more than twice the ridiculous and dangerous 1,500 milligram guidelines set out by the American Heart Association. Well, we could go on and on, but I did talk about that a couple years ago. And uh, I think maybe now it might be time to hear Dr. Ron and Dr. Kurt Biggs about cryotherapy. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryo Spa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryo Spa is truly amazing technology. 
Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session. 239-658-COOL. 239-658-2665. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. That's Dr. Ron. And if uh, you care to go to cryonaples.com, you'll see a list of... uh, uh, pricing, of course, it's, you know, it, it, it really works well, but it takes more than one uh, session uh, to accomplish your goal. And there are different packages available. There's even a trial uh, session available for a discounted price. So I recommend you go to uh, Whole Body Cryotherapy or cryonaples.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, Did you ever think spam could be downright appetizing? Did you ever hear about taking cheap cuts of meat and turning them into gourmet steaks? Well, there's a dark side to this. And it's one that could be tipping the point between staying healthy and having your body start attacking itself with potentially deadly autoimmune disease. Now, I'm not talking about the pink slime that they mixed in with the hamburgers. If you were disgusted by pink slime, well, meet the meat glue. That's right, meat glue, also known as transglutaminase. And it does exactly what its name suggests. Meat glue will allow food processors and restaurant cooks to bind together scraps of meat, poultry, seafood, and pass them off as prime cuts, gourmet sushi, and grade-A fish fillets. You would have to check raw food under a microscope to detect any clues that a glued-together item wasn't actually a fake steak. How about that? But researchers from Israel and Germany found out pretty much what this is all about. And just one, just study just out... Additives in processed food were put under the spotlight, including a long, hard look at meat glue. And the researchers discovered that many of the common autoimmune illnesses of today's world, things like celiac disease, Crohn's disease, lupus, multiple sclerosis, autoimmune hepatitis, these diseases can be triggered by certain additives. That's because these diseases can, quote, stem from damage, unquote, to the tight junctions that normally protect our intestinal mucosa layer from bacteria and other toxins. And, you, you know, you've heard, if you've been listening to our show, about leaky gut syndrome. When these barriers are compromised, and you, something called leaky gut syndrome, that ups our risk factor big time for the development of autoimmune disease. And one of the top culprits in weakening them is none other than, you got it, transglutaminase or meat glue. The researchers said that during the past few decades, while infectious diseases have taken a hike, there has been a dramatic rise in the cases of allergic diseases, 
cancer, and autoimmune disease. And now we know why that might be. It might be because of meat glue was as popular as ever. The company that makes this transglutaminase is none other than Inomoto, the folks who brought MSG to America and are so proud of this food fakery powder that they even have a video posting showing how easy it is to use. Well, you can even buy it at Amazon.com. Any restaurant could cook up a storm of uh, of fake this or fake that and sell it at a premium price. If you're wonder, wondering where your FDA is in all this, don't wonder because the agency washed its hands of meat glue back in 1998, telling Ajinomoto that it could go ahead and decide all on its own if it was safe or not. The only federal agency to get involved so far is the USDA. And that was nothing to write home about either. Fifteen years ago, the USDA gave a nod to the company and determined that meat products sold in supermarkets that are glued together with transglutaminase don't need to say anything more than formed or reformed on the package. Quote, formed, unquote, quote, reformed, unquote, on the package. So obviously it is up to us to keep ourselves and our families safe from this deceptive and dangerous ingredient. And here are some ways that you can do it, according to Jenny Thompson. One, most glued meat appears to be so-called filet mignon distributed by the food service industry. So be wary of cafeterias, banquets, and other catered events serving this cut. Sushi is another expensive dish, so stay clear of the bargain-priced or buffet sushi. In the supermarket, be alert for those magic words, formed and reformed. And also watch out for cheap specials in restaurants serving ribeye steak and roast beef. Meat glue can make a ribeye that looks so natural you'd never believe it wasn't the real deal. Well... You know, I, I'm just so uh, uh, gratuitous that you listen here to uh, Time with Dr. Ron so I can pass on this information because uh, you will not get it on the uh, other radio stations. You won't get it in the newspaper. You won't get it from your doctor because he probably doesn't know about it since he doesn't have the time uh, to research it like, like we do here at Rejuvenations Health Radio. Well, what should what should we do next? Well, we talked about salt. We talked about uh, meat glue and how salt restriction increases heart disease and hospitalizations. Uh, just want to reiterate that Dr. Ron Jr. always recommended Himalayan or Dead Sea salt, which is a more which is a natural product versus the the white salt or the sodium chloride, which is just a sodium ion and a chloride ion, ion which can make you quite acidic, and acidity is not good for our bodies. Well, we talked about sunlight. 
you know, sunlight. You all feel better when we're exposed to it, and that reminds me, the next next week's show I will be broadcasting from sunny Puerto Rico. I hope to introduce you to Enrique Toro, who has a hydroponic farm, and uh, he can hopefully tell us how his product can be grown in our on our lanais here in Florida with just some water and a cage uh, so we can have some all-natural uh, uh, vegetables uh, available to us without pesticides and a whole list of other chemicals that are used in the commercial farming. So uh, hopefully this Tuesday, Enrique Toro uh, will be a guest on uh, A Time with Dr. Ron uh, to tell us about his new venture. Also, let me uh, just take a break here to tell you that in February, we're going to have Dr. Michael Delavecchia on the show. Dr. Michael Delavecchia is a physicist and an MD and world-renowned ophthalmologist, and he's going to be talking about macular degeneration. And one of our favorite uh, guests, Dr. Jerry Smith, will be returning from his European speaking tour to, to talk to us more about uh, cyber scan, uh, colloidal silver, and everything else that he has, he'll be learning uh, as he uh, is teaching through Europe. Uh, I will tell you uh, that I did send him a hair sample, and I do have an e-card now and some e-sterile water that I will be using until he gets back from Europe. And uh, hopefully, uh, when he's on the show, I can uh, report how it has affected my health and my energy and so forth. So. That's all for February. Uh, next week, uh, we'll have Enrique Toro. And the following week, uh, uh, it could be a nice surprise for everybody. So you need sunlight, ladies and gentlemen. If you use a sun protecting factor of eight or more, you're not absorbing any vitamin D. Uh, so we really do need it, and everyone associated with vitamin D says we need vitamin D3 and uh, we need and we can have this checked we can have the blood work checked a prominent physician stated quote I realized that the skin had vitamin D receptors what that means is that the active form of vitamin D was working in the skin and I wanted to know why it turns out that active vitamin D inhibits skin cell growth and modulates it in a very important way he then realized that maybe you could use it to treat a variety of hyperproliferative skin disorders like psoriasis. So here, uh, you know, everybody's worried about the, the sunlight causing skin cancer, and you're more likely to get skin cancer from the sunscreen with the unsaturated fatty oils than you are from the sun it, itself. When you're exposed to sunlight, all of the sun's energy is hitting your skin. Over the past 40 years, dermatologists have promulgated the idea that you should never be exposed to direct sunlight because it will damage your skin and cause skin cancer. What they fail to appreciate is that when you're exposed to sunlight, many important biological processes occur in your skin. This is distinct from swallowing oral vitamin D or D3. While taking an oral vitamin D supplement will improve your vitamin D status, you forego the benefits sunlight offers beyond vitamin D protection. Unfortunately, the vast majority of people have no alternative in the winter months, but in spring, summer, and fall, it's wise to take advantage of sensible sun uh, exposure. 
Not only does sunlight make vitamin D in your skin, it also makes beta endorphins, which make you feel better, and nitric oxide, which can help lower your blood pressure, and a whole host of other chemicals that you don't get when you take the supplement. So next week we will talk about this from Puerto Rico. We'll talk about sun and vitamin D and hydroponics. It should be a very interesting show. Looking forward to doing it. So this has been Dr. Ron. I want to remind you, if you're in the South Florida area, go to uh, LipoLite Naples. Check it out. Uh, Phone number is 239-331-5886. If you're down here in that that bikini, being quite well, well, uh, you can you can get into those skinny jeans with the LipoLite treatment or the CaviLite Lipo treatment. All available at 1575 Pine Ridge Road, 331-5886. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. It's been always a pleasure. The half hour goes so fast that uh, it, uh, I get I get confused sometimes myself. So, we may have to go back to an hour format. We'll make that decision in February. In the meantime, uh, do take control of your health. Do clean your coffee pots. Do clean your containers. May empty those 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 containers as soon as the coffee is finished. Uh, watch out for meat glue formed and reformed on the packages. Watch out for uh, meat that's served at uh, buffets. And that seems to be too good to be true. It probably is. And I will be with you next week. And remember, a bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere until you change it. With that, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. We'll talk to you from Puerto Rico next Tuesday. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on BlogTalkRadio.com. See you next week. Ciao.